0: Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. Very exciting show for you today. We got Natasha Parker, Bachelor Nation. We're here to talk to her about her freezing her eggs and just what a what a badass woman she is. Everything she's got going on in her life. Want to catch up with her, but of course, you know how we got to start it out. Mike, let's get into hot takes. Yeah, we're going
1: to jump right into it today. I don't know if you guys watched this uh, past Monday, but we had Greg. And Katie and the way that Greg departed the season. Plain and simple. I got three topics on this or three pieces to this. First and foremost being that this was classic gaslighting. Mm. Mm. It was as simple as that. It's that's classic a, hot, that's a hot word
0: going around right now. It's,
1: it's a hot word. And he's the, the poster child for it as of today. Like, seriously. I mean, when I look at when he said to her, he said, This isn't how you're acting. This isn't who you are. Bro, how the hell you know how she's supposed to be? (laughs) Come on, homie. And then you just said, I told my family and I told you that I have a hole in my heart for you. And then you just changed up and sent yourself home. What you're trying to do, Greg, is to... And I I know if you're listening to this, you're going to think I'm coming at you. And I am coming at you because it's called tough love, right? Mm. It's coming from a place of love. And what it is, is the way you were coming at Katie... And first off, you pissed me off because you got Kitty crying and she's saying sorry multiple times. She shouldn't have been saying sorry for the situation at hand in the first place. But you were telling her. I told my people that I have a hole in my heart. and You dismissed it, bruh. She has way more going on in her head than you do. Right. You need to understand a word called compersion, C-O-M-P-E-R-S-I-O-N. Right. You know, I like to give vocabulary words every now and then compersion. What the definition of that means is. Being happy and joyous for your partner's other romantic relationship, right? Uh-huh. That's the that's the definition of it, and that's what you need to show in this regard. The third point, love is a choice at the end of the day. Once you get Pat and Brian, I know you like to say this all the time, uh, based off Chris Rock, uh, the application phase, right? Or your, what's the term that you use? Uh, the... You're meaning their representative. Yeah, the representative, my apologies. Yeah, the good. representative phase, right? Once you have that bomb sex goes out the window, once you have X, Y, Z, and then it's like, okay, I got to go to work. You know, that phase, like the
0: real life phase. The real person comes yeah, out real, at that point.
1: That is where you find that love is a choice. Greg, you chose not to open yourself up. And I know you said, I told my family I was going to, you know, propose to you and whatnot, but you chose to... Reverse your car because the bachelorette is being respectful of you and saying, I'm not in love with you right now. Like she's yeah. She truly is being respectful of your emotions, bro. She's yeah. being respectful of your emotions. You need to respect her, respect for you. Instead, you're trying to gaslight her and switch a situation around. I, Greg needs to come on the pod because I'm going to talk it that one.
0: Yeah, I I would definitely love to have Greg on to just to hear his point of view. But obviously what I saw on camera, that's all we could essentially (laughs) talk on. Right. Um, And especially the words like I hear a lot of people out there. Oh, you didn't see the whole conversation, this and that. But I did hear the words that came out of his mouth. Right. And I did hear the words that came out of Katie's mouth. So, you know, as far as manipulating the editing, they said what they said. Right. So I took a couple of quotes that Greg, number one, told his best friend, I'm in love with her. He knows she feels the same way and he understands her position, but it's going to be him at the, him and her at the end. And also he said to him, she has made me realize why it hasn't worked with anybody else, anybody else. Very bold words if you ask me. Then Greg to his mom, I'm in love with this girl. She understands me. We get each other. It's so easy with her. She fills me up with happiness. I feel for her and he would like to hear she's in love with him before he proposed. Okay, I get that. You want to hear, you know, that's like your only reservation, right? But you basically proclaim your love for this girl and you see yourself with her at the end. So it sounds like you're super confident about this relationship from the words that are coming out of your mouth. And you also say that you understand her situation. But then it's like you pull this 180, like you said, Mike. It's like it was just weird to me. It was weird to me. Like you end up guilt tripping her into, you know, she's trying to be vulnerable. She's apologizing now. She's apologizing, but not, but even before that, even before like the following day, like in that conversation, I will admit, you know, I love looking at you was a little cringe-worthy to me of what Katie said. So I think she could have chosen better words. I agree with you there. But it's not <laughs> but it's not like she didn't come back and follow up with reassurance. She said, "You're here next week. Our yeah. connection is so strong, we've made it here for a reason. It's going to be hard, but at the end right. it's going to be worth it." And I'm I'm going off exactly what they said. We're almost there. We're very close. Hang in there. I keep telling you that. Like, bro, what more reassurance do you have do you need? You're literally she's telling you you're assured a fantasy suite date, right? What happens in fantasy suite? fantasy suite? You're gonna be off camera. You could ask her whatever the fuck you want, right? Like, you could get that validation next week. Like, why not just chill? Like, chill, bro. You were like in, in his exact, in his I exact was, shoes.
1: You are someone that literally can speak from experience in that. Yes, I can't, you can't. Yes. At that point in time, did Rachel tell you, Brian, you're the one, you're the one I'm marrying?
0: Listen, and that's that goes to another part of it. It's like, okay maybe she didn't tell you off like on camera but maybe she could give you a little some some off camera you know what i'm saying like rachel did that for me like at the end of my hometown date maybe a lot of people don't know that but she actually told me in spanish almo. It's like okay she loves me right this yeah. was off camera nobody ever saw this Correct. and then in the fantasy suite date it's it's well known that she basically sat me down and and pulled out a, a, a three pages of paper asking questions and I had questions as well and let's just say I got the validation that I needed that I think if Greg would have waited he yeah, could have so, asked her anything and it wouldn't correct. have been on camera she may have been more comfortable with it and that was it you know what I'm saying and it's just like it just doesn't make sense to me the 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 180 that he pulled and it was just like it's it not some... true love that's not true love like you talk about all I, I mentioned all the quotes that you made how are you go from in love with somebody to all of a sudden I gotta get out of here. Like, I I don't feel good here anymore. Like, I'm out. Like, you just gave up. You know it what makes I'm saying? Some like,
1: please, sense though, Brian. That's just it. Doesn't make sense for you because you aren't someone with his intellect, right? His level of maturity at this point in time. And when we say that word, it's exactly, a true word because people exactly. think that people think the word "maturity" is like such a negative, derogatory thing. But truly, matru- maturity. When we use that word, it's a it's a parameter, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a level of where you are a barometer, if you if I may say, right? And yeah. his level of maturity on this barometer is not. At the highest level, just yet, and everyone knows when I say something behind your back, I will say it to your face. Yeah, and yeah. it's not there because she came on this show willingly. Knowing she's the Bachelorette, knowing she's the lead, knowing there's a oh, knowing
0: how this goes down. Yeah, knowing
1: how this goes, there's a formula too. They do the same yeah. damn thing every year, right? It's a formula, and he's like, you know what? I'm bearing my I'm bearing
0: my heart to you. So therefore, it's me or me only. And that was that's what I thought was a little bit. Of, and look. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't know, Greg. Like, I don't think he's yeah, a bad he guy. Understand. You know, know what I'm saying? But I think you, you hit it the nail on the head. I think it's emotional immaturity. Like, granted, yeah. he's 28, but he mentioned that this was the first time that's what he it has is. ever expressed this that's type what it of is. feeling. It's to not a the woman. age. It's not his age
1: it's his level of his lack of experience in this regard because he's never said it before correct that's what it is not his age
0: so the fact that he said all that then he had an expectation like okay i spilled my heart out to you so now i expect this from you and it's like bro that's not the that's not the way it works (laughs) i
1: work homie i've had i've had
0: many relationships you know uh, particularly my my serious relationships where yes i have been vulnerable in that way, and I haven't maybe gotten reciprocated the way I wanted to, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I didn't just dip out in that moment, you know what I'm saying? It's all about communication. Like, I think think he doubled down the next day. Like, I think he could have came back. I think he came back the next day and he could have been like, listen, you know, sorry. You know, this is what I was looking for. I just wanted some validation. And even then, maybe she wouldn't have given it to him. Like, I felt she gave him enough, right? Like, I think he needed to read between the lines and what she was telling him. Like, bro, you're going to be here next week. Like, there's, yeah, more, time. Said, there's more time. There's more time to flush lines, this though. out. There's more time to flush this out.
1: Bro, that wasn't in between the lines. She said that verbatim. You, yeah. give me, She said it to his mom and to him. I'm giving you a rose. Like, he had his hand on his face or whatever like that. And he's yeah. like, I don't give a damn about a rose. He And what What else can she say at that point? Like, bro, yeah. you getting a rose, homie. Like, I understand. I've been in love boohooing before, you know, yeah. in a past relationship. I understand Greg, in the sense of yeah. him saying air quotes that he knows, confessing his heart for her. But I say air quotes because that's not how he truly feels. And the reason I know that's not how he truly feels because when I've been in love, even if she goes to someone else, that love is still there. Of course. right? And that's again, that's the, 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 the word of compersion. Like but when, I left like, with, when I left with no, him, no, no, I was no. like, I'm so glad that, you know, thank you. Right. Yeah. That's the words I said to her, and that's what he needs to understand. is like, bro, like this is, this is her journey. Like, yes, you have a say so because it takes two to tango, and I get that. But you're trying to cock hold her. Basically, you're trying to make her do something. You're just gaslighting her. She is trying to be respectful of your emotions and her heart and the other men there. Correct. Correct. And you, by by you sending her home, I think. What Katie should have said was, instead of saying, I'm sorry, she should have been like, you know what? Thank you for not wasting no more of my time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you.
1: What are you on say
0: next. <laughs> no. And it's like, bruh, back up the talk. All that talk that I mentioned earlier, all that love talk and just have faith in your relationship and just. Let things play have out. Confidence
1: like, in your damn self, right?
0: Like you, you have hey. so you say you have so much confidence in what you have. Like she's not gonna tell you she's in yeah. love with you, and then basically stop rolling the cameras. That's a wrap. You know what I'm saying? Especially on camera. I mean, yes, there is a precedent with Claire and Dale in that situation, but every season is different. Like she kind of told you that in so many words. So, like I said, read between the lines. If he waits one more week, he's in that position of fantasy suites where he could get all out that all that out on the table off camera and he'll really know where she stands. And even later that night, she's like, I just need you to trust in our relationship. Like she's telling you, trust the relationship, trust the process. Which is a
1: a huge pillar in a relationship.
0: And what what sounded really selfish to me is he goes, why can't you share with me right now when you know I need it? What about her? She's going through all kinds of uh, uh, mixed emotions with all these relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think he showed empathy for her situation. And this is going to be
1: a, a a learning tool for him. Greg will be an amazing man. Correct. He'll correct. be a fantastic man. But but the fact that he said he's never felt like this before, he's never done this before, this is showing. When he watches this back, and then like maybe a year or two later, when he gets into a relationship with a serious woman, or however long it takes, he's going to be thankful for Katie. He's going to be thankful yep. for Katie. He's going to be thankful for Katie. Because Absolutely. He will know. Love is a choice. He will know he was just straight, like you said. He had no empathy for her.
0: and I think he's going to be able to be. It was, all, it was be, very
1: selfish, extremely I, selfish.
0: I think he'll have th- more experience with this situation in future relationships, where he'll he'll feel comfortable being vulnerable and not essentially expecting it all in return. Like when you tell somebody you love them, like you know, say you should say that without you needing them to say it back. You know, what I'm it's because you feel it is hard. Like, let's, let's, it let's, is hard. It's let's hard. Let's get
1: the human aspect in there. Right? Yeah, it's hard. absolutely. I remember the first girl that I ever loved, she told me she loved it. I didn't say it back for three months, bro. Wow. Oh. That shit had to be hard on her. I didn't say it back for three months. It had to be extremely hard for her, but she knew that that's what she had and that's what she felt, right? This yeah. is an individual thing. Like Greg, if you feel this way about Katie, that's how you feel about Katie. Yeah. If she's telling you, trust me, you're getting a rose. I want you here next week bruh, shut the hell up. Sometimes men be tripping. It's, no, and look- Sometimes people be tripping because I don't want to talk, all I do is talk crap about my my, my male gender sometimes. Sometimes like people be tripping because they over-talk themselves.
0: overthink it. Up. They overthink it, yeah. Yeah, it's like, shut up, bruh. And the next day or whenever they saw each other when he came to the room, it was like, she tells you what he had told, what she had told his mom, that she wasn't yeah. telling anyone that yeah. she was in love with him until the end. Like Which I respect that, yeah. I respect that too. But like at that point, it must have been like I would have been like, okay, that that's fair. I respect that. I get yeah. it. It's like, okay, let's continue on. But Greg chose violence after that. Like he doubled down. <laughs> he doubled down. And honestly, like he woke
1: up on a different side of bit.
0: <laughs> like, listen, again, I don't know, Greg. Really, nobody knows what's inside dude's head besides him, but I think he slept on it and he officially made up his mind. Like there was no reconciliation going back. Like I think his mind went from being in love, which was clearly bullshit because anybody who's truly in love, love, like we talked about is going to fight and it went from that to like, now dare I say it was, did he go into that next day with an exit strategy? Like did his mind switch? I don't know. I Nobody say, knows, a, you know, on I
1: don't know.
0: I, I, I'm in the top three. I'm, you know, maybe going out or what, maybe he thought he was going out in a sympathetic way to the audience. You know what I mean? Acting a little heartbroken. You know where I'm going with this.
1: I know exactly where you're going, but I'm putting my I, hands up on that part. I think I, it
0: blew up in his face. I Mike think it, it blew up nothing in his in
1: face. That regard. <laughs> no, nothing in that regard. I, I, I see what you're saying. Like you, you have a plausible thought process. I'm simply just going to go and stick with the fact that he was immature and he didn't know a word called compersion and he was gaslighting her. And I feel like still, I said this on clickbait, we're going to have Natasha on. He gives me 90s vibes and I think that, you know, he just has to get a bit mature right quick and, and that's it. Greg's going to be great. Listen, you live and you he learn. Just, yeah, live and learn and
0: damn. Learn. I Like this will <laughs> help him in future relationships for sure. Like he's going to look back at this as like a learning experience and I hope, I hope, That was the case. You know, I hope this was just due to his emotional maturity and not some other, other scenario. (laughs) For sure. And then what you're saying, right? We don't know, Greg,
1: and the people listening, this is something that goes for me, it goes for you, it goes for your wife, it goes for everyone, right? If someone likes you, they will defend you. If they don't like you, they I don't give a damn if you do the nicest thing in the world, they still won't like it, right? Yeah. And so we understand that. We don't know Greg. But this is the situation, this is the information we were presented with, and we are regurgitating taking that information, yeah. of how it was presented, right? And so I still think Greg will be a great human being for his lady in the future. Absolutely. He just was a bit immature, actually a lot immature with Katie. And I don't appreciate him gaslighting her. I was telling one of the producers, like, yo, if I was uh hosting that episode, <laughs> I would have went in on Greg. Yeah.
0: Went
1: it's, in like, on that. Think, it's
0: like I think it's like it was just so weird. Like you don't switch up like that. Like, I, I yeah, just don't, like, I don't understand it. Like that's we, have not what to, you say. we have to attribute it to, like you said, the emotional immaturity, but like Katie didn't know what to say at, at one point. She was like, I'm literally trying to tell you exactly how I'm feeling, like how I feel about you without saying so many words. It's like, at this point, I don't know what you want me to tell you, you know I, what I'm saying? I, in that moment, I wish Katie would have had a bit of uh what I like, I, I think of
1: Demi Burnett, that energy that Demi comes with, like bye bitch. I would have loved to saw a little bit of that energy from Katie at that moment because she's that's the energy she exudes so often. But in that regard, she was being emotional as well. Yeah, and I, like Katie, you've done some stuff where you need to apologize for. I would say, but in the way we all have.
0: But in that regard, don't let no man
1: gaslight you, baby.
0: Hell, and, and if Mike, if you were in that situation and a, and a woman did that to you, like. Like maybe you were hurt because I mean at the same time it did seem like that was that was his her F one right or that was her number one choice, but yeah. it's like if somebody's gonna leave you that easy, like you hey, dodged a bullet. You know what I'm saying? Like Gucci Man said it best. Good riddance.
1: Gucci Man said it best on a on a rap song. He said, uh, "They they like a bus. Next 15 minutes, one coming."
0: There you go. And as we spoke to <laughs> Katie earlier in the season, she's happy. So. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, she found somebody that was going to stick with her through and through. And that I'll, just wasn't Greg. Maybe Greg, wasn't, just, ready. Greg wasn't, wasn't ready. Greg
1: wasn't ready. He wasn't Greg wasn't ready. Oh, well, it's all good. <laughs> I want to hear our lovely our sister station and clickbait host, Natasha. I want to hear what she got to say on
0: it. All right, guys. So we want to bring in our very special guest, Natasha Parker. You all know her from our sister podcast, Clickbait. And I don't know about you, Mike, but I'm very excited to talk to her about a very important topic. We're going to be talking to her about her egg freezing journey. Uh, It just seems like there's a lot of information out there right now. We want to talk to her about the entire process, what it entails, how she feels about it, and just get her overall take on it. So I'm really excited to talk to her. What about you? I'm just genuinely curious. I just want to know more about this topic, but she's going
1: through this process right now. So I'm just curious and excited for her and just want to normalize this conversation.
0: Great. Let's bring her on. Natasha Parker. So Natasha, obviously we're super happy to have you here and we're actually going to be talking about a very important subject that I'm interested in, of course, because we all want to have uh, children one day, but you're, we're going to talk about fertility. Yes. So, yes. you know, we're super excited to talk to you about your egg freezing journey and it seems like a lot of women in Bachelor Nation are very vocal about this now. So just
2: mm-hmm. tell us
0: about a little bit about what you've been going through.
2: Um. Well, thank you. So good to see you guys, too. Um, sure. So egg freezing stuff that I think many women when they decide to do IVF or when they decide to freeze their eggs or anything like that normally it's too late. I think that's like the normal connotation. It's like I'm trying to have babies, I'm having trouble having babies, or there's some sort of genetic thing that runs in my family. So I want the eggs to be tested before I get pregnant, you know, all these things that deal with complications. And although those reasons are very accurate reasons to go through IVF or get your eggs frozen, there's a preventative aspect that I think people don't talk about or people explore as much. I am in my 30s and I think that once you, after you're, as a woman, once you get to like 28 years old, this is just, I'm not a doctor, so this is just my personal opinion from what I have learned about um, fertility and IVF and freezing your eggs. Um, Once you hit about 28, if you have hopes to have a family and have children yourself, you should look into what your AMH numbers are. Um, And the AMH levels, it's basically a blood test that I had no idea about. And it tests basically your egg quality and quantity, um, this blood test that you can do. So after you turn 30, those numbers start decreasing like more drastically, right? So I'm in my early 30s. And I was just like, I don't know when I'm going to have kids, right? Like, I am someone who is not married. I um, don't plan on having kids in the next year or two. So who knows when that's going to happen for me. I There's a lot of women nowadays that are way more career driven. They want their career in a certain spot before they decide to have children. Uh, you know, people also get married later on nowadays. So the reasons why the motivation for having children is just taking people, it's just longer, it's just taking a longer time. So how do we have, so right now, the eggs that I'm freezing right now, if I decide to have a kid when I'm 40, let's say I decide to have a kid, you know, in a few years, but then I want my, I want three kids or I want four kids. And by the time I'm 40, I can use my 30-something eggs instead of my 40-year-old self trying to get pregnant. And so that's where the preventative um, aspect comes from. And I think that's what a lot of women don't really hear about, know about, and also Once women go and they check their, I mean, I have a friend who is, um, she's 32 years old and her AMH levels are very low for her age. Mm -hmm. And it's environment, it's genetics, it's just a lot of different things. And a lot of times our parents were done having kids well before they were 30. So you can't look at your mom and be like, oh, well, my mom had a kid when she was 40. And so I'll be fine naturally. So we just don't have that um that genetic disposition anymore because our 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 parents were done having kids and then our parents parents were done having kids so it's just very hard to know genetically where we stand so i encourage a lot of women if they're 28 or older just check your levels you don't necessarily have to do it right now but check your levels to see if they're high if they're low and 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 if there's possibly any uh, complications
1: that's a good tip i mean i, I like Absolutely. that tip i think everyone everybody should really do that if they desire to have children I am mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very curious about this topic. What is the probability that let's say you have you decide to use your 30-year-old eggs when you're like 43 or whatever the case may mm-hmm. be? Like what is the probability that they will work and you will have a successful pregnancy? Is there does it diminish a bit if you use frozen eggs or how mm-hmm. is that aspect?
2: So again, I'm saying this, you're again, not a I'm, not a, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. from what I know and the research that I've done, there's a lot of factors because it also depends on fertilizing the egg, right? With the type of sperm that you use as well. And sometimes, you know, this is all done like in a lab and then it's inseminated in you as the woman. So sometimes you could try to fertilize four eggs and only one take or none of them take and you have to go back and try again. And also, um, depending on the embryo, right? Like your body, like let's say... Let's say someone. Um, I'm just gonna like. Let's say someone has an eating disorder and their body isn't healthy, right? So if that is the case, and then they're trying to get pregnant, then they may miscarry or things. So your body isn't um, able to carry that child, right? So when you're 43, if you're a healthy 43 year old, then yes, the the hope is that your body can carry this child, and you're not naturally getting pregnant. It's all happening, you know. The doctors are basically fertilizing the egg, and then they're put they're implanting that in you, and then you have the baby. Uh, but again, you have to be at a point where you want to be, where you're not high risk. You know, there's people have cystic fibrosis. There's so many different things that can happen as you get older. Um, you, of course, you know, menopause, all those different things.
0: And Natasha, is there um like is there like a prep? Like, did the doctors talk to you about? You know, obviously they said. You said that docs want you to be healthy as possible when you do this before you uh, freeze your eggs. Like, did they talk to you about nutrition, exercise? Like, just kind of clear out many and any medical hurdles maybe that women may have out there.
2: Well, for people who don't necessarily, um, I would say like birth control. Like, so I personally am not on um, a specific birth control pill, but I think that that definitely. Um, affects, that affects, you know, everything that every, what they're trying to do, because they're basically manipulating your body with hormones, with, with the estrogen hormone. So I'm, I literally shoot myself. It was hard, but I literally shoot myself with, (laughs) with estrogen every night. And so with the, um, with birth control, they'll say like, okay, you can go get your levels checked. And if you're on birth control and then you get off birth control and you go get your levels checked. Your numbers could be higher, right?
1: Well, Natasha, I'm I'm a little I'm the slow one of the two of us. Okay. I don't have I don't have the DR in front of my name,
0: right? I'm not a <laughs> yeah. doctor. Listen, yeah. yeah. so this Sorry. is this is this is fairly new to me, so I'm just as curious.
1: <laughs> I I like the uh the, the old school process. If I can't explain it to a five year old, I don't know it, right? So Thank I you. want to learn this from you. So I appreciate okay. you. You say you shoot yourself with estrogen like every night, which I did mm. like the ugh, the the eek face because Lord Jesus, that's better to you than me, and. That is for birth control or that is just a part of the process to get your eggs frozen?
2: Yes. OK, so sorry. Yes, that is a part of the process to get your eggs frozen. How long so do you have to do that for? Until the follicle that holds the egg um, is they think the egg is mature enough because they want to freeze mature eggs. So basically, uh, when a woman has their period, Right. There, the eggs are all there They're, like you start ovulating. So the eggs are there. And then, you know, if you have intercourse and you get pregnant, then it sticks and then boom, there's a baby. Yay. Right. With an egg. But when you're when your cycle comes, you're basically shedding your eggs. Right. right. That's what right. what happens. So the, what you do is um, you shoot yourself with the estrogen. So the estrogen keeps you from coming on your cycle. Or you do or you come on your cycle sooner, I should say, just depending on the person. but it basically takes it so that the the egg gets larger and larger in the follicle because when they freeze the eggs, they want it to be a mature egg.
0: And how many shots do you take, Natasha? Oh, like, so I got how oh, often She got a whole pile.
2: I mean literally like yeah there's a whole bunch in here.
0: Is it like I've, a couple times a week, every day? No,
2: it's once a day that oh, I wow, take okay. them and then I have a doctor's appointment every 2 days. So literally I have to myself. Damn,
0: girl, don't be doing it like
2: that. And do <laughs> they know. check,
0: do they take those uh, you know, pictures and basically see what's going every, on inside how often?
2: Every 2 days. So every, every two, 2 days. days. Wow. So okay. every person is different. For me, my doctor wanted me to come out here and do the whole entire process, the 2 week process with her because I had Oh, two a, weeks process. Okay. For me, it was a two weeks process. Yeah. Because okay. I had, and it, again, it ranges if you, the doctor can sometimes have you do this part at home and then you come and then she measures you at home. But I had um, 26 uh, follicles. So that's like a lot. And I'm like small. So she's like, we want, so every time my estrogen levels um, that I was giving myself, she was Put it, making them higher and higher every day, just to see how I feel. Because you really go from being, like, to put it in perspective, you go from being n- not pregnant to being like four months pregnant. <laughs> so then they can take the uh, egg out. So you feel bloated. Oh, I mean, like my stomach is like. Ugh, uh, uh, and you feel, <laughs> no, you feel. When I tell you, feel it, and you feel just like imbalanced and just oh, weird. See. It's just like you really feel like, wow, is this what pregnancy is going to feel like? And also just like your hormones, the first couple of days, I was like, y'all, I'm watching a bachelorette, like. (laughs) I was going to ask you
0: that. So like, you get get emotional, like are there other, any other side effects or? Do you have cravings as well? Um, Like a pregnant woman? No, but
2: I definitely have been utilizing this time to eat whatever I want.
0: (laughs) Fair, fair, fair. So Natasha, I want to know, how did you find your doctor? Like what advice can you give women out there as far as, you know, finding the right doctor that's going to lead them through this process?
2: Well, I think, so my doctor was word of mouth. And I think that that is something that, um, and I, and probably Brian, you probably feel this way too. You probably get a lot of referrals once people go to you and they say you're great. Um, word of mouth is really important. So I have, so Becca Kufrin, who everybody knows as well, she went through this process and we were away for her birthday and she was telling me all about it. And I was just like, you know what? I should do this. I, I, I should do this. And, um, Dr. Amy is her name and she is just incredible. She, she's in San Ramon. Um, so it's like the Oakland, uh, San Francisco area. And she is just, she just cares so much. And she treats every, like I said, every single person individually different. Like Becca started her treatment at home in California first. And for me, she was like, "Uh, actually, like with your body size, with your weight, with how many eggs you're producing, I want to see. Because she checks, again, it's those AMH levels, right? So depending on those AMH levels, the doctor can tell quality of the egg and just about how many she thinks you're going to um, produce. So she was like, you have high numbers. So you should, I want to just monitor you along the way. Right. So Um, so yeah, so she, she tailors her treatment to every person differently. And I highly recommend her. Her name's Dr. Amy. She is so amazing. She's in the San Ramon area. I love that. And why did you decide
1: to, why did you decide to do this right now? This is such a huge undertaking. Like I mean, what motivated you to do this? And I know you said your age, but like, tell me yes. more about that process.
2: Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash loss. That's plushcare.com slash loss. So what made me want to do this was uh, I like most people probably when you're in your young 20s, you're like, oh, by the time I'm 30, I've had kids. I'm married. I'm out here. We done. I was supposed to be
1: 27 and have my wife right. and kids already.
2: Exactly. You right? have, it's you have like a list and a at-
1: timeline for right. everything, right?
2: <laughs> exactly. And it's just a sense of freedom, honestly, that hmm. I was like, Because I would go into situations, and I'm going to be honest, and I don't know if there's any ladies out there listening, but I was like this. I was this person. I would meet a guy. I would go on a date with a guy. I'd size him up and be like, "Mm mm-hmm, he looked like he got good jeans. Mm-hmm, he (laughs) about to be my husband. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, every guy that I really liked, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, he going to be my baby daddy, duh. Like, we going to be together forever, (laughs) duh, right? And I think that you – whether you – Admit it or not, like society puts this biological clock on us so hard, so much. And I was always someone who was like, I'll have kids whenever I want. I don't care. But then I started seeing myself in this pattern of being like, wait, why do you want to marry this guy? Oh, because you think your biological clock is ticking? You don't even really like him for real. You know, or like, he don't even call you back. You know?
1: (laughs) It's not even society, though. My mama and my dad both be like, hey, now, I want to be a grandparent. Don't be making me wait forever.
0: Right, Listen. Right. Let's normalize not you know pressuring or you know adding on to the you know the pressure of having kids. For me, I mean it's I mean we get well, it all the time. Like Mike, I agree with you. Like parents, you know, in laws, they're always like, "When are you guys gonna have kids?" It's right. like on our own timeline. That's, yeah, that's like you know, at first, well,
1: my dad was yes. like, "Never have." He was like, "No, no, work on work on work on him." Now I'm about to be 34 this year. He's like, "Hey, bro." You know, <laughs> I'm like I I meant mean that, you I said meant that for
0: your 20s, but now it's a little different story. You <laughs> said it now to me the other day, like, hey, bro. He's
2: like, when when is it gonna happen? I'm trying to have some grandbabies, right? Yeah, I'm like, man, it ain't that
1: easy, bro. Like, you know, it's not well, that that's easy. A,
2: that's the exact sentiment, Mike. It's not that easy. So I was like, I'm gonna put these babies in the bank. You know right. what I mean? And really just hone in on self and hone in on making myself the best version that I can be for my future husband, for my future children and not feel this extra pressure of like, like, you know, I know women that are in that are 38 who are like, oh, yeah, I just found Bay and they're amazing. And I don't know if I'm going to have issues having children or not. Right. Or I don't know. You know, there's so many unknowns where I was like, I am young and agile and all the good things right now, and I'm healthy and I have healthy eggs, and I really want to just get it over with and do it as soon as possible. So now there's just this level of freedom that I feel like I, I can actually not just... I have this thing when I date people where it's like I just go so in on them. And it's like now I can be like, oh, hold on. Wait a minute. What about me? (laughs) me?
0: We got time to focus on me now.
2: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So that's really my motivation. And that's where it's like it's that preventative thing. I don't want to get to a point. What if I do like you said, 43? What if I do find Bay at 43 and want to start having kids at 43? I don't want to feel that added pressure and this is something that's so beautiful that I know it's in the back of my mind and I have it in the bank and it's just something that I can um, hone in on, you know?
1: I, I like that. You, you just mentioning that you could be a bit more free in that regard. So
2: you know, much freer. Mm-hmm. A,
1: a mentally like, okay. Uh, I really appreciate that. Cause that's, those are things that I think about as well. Like when I'm at my age, you know, That's something that I have to consider. You know, I don't even know how to bring that conversation up with a woman because it's not my place. Right. And so this Mm is I'm just so intrigued into this conversation. Is it is it expensive to do? Is it like really painful? Because you I mean, you get shots. You got to get your shots for two weeks. Did Becca have to get two weeks or is that like a per person thing is on that part?
2: I think it's a per person thing. Um, I'm not sure how long she, because Doctor Amy literally gauges it depending on how. It also depends say. on your dosage as well. So like my dosage is getting higher and higher. If I was just starting out with a higher dose, then she might have already taken my eggs. But because I'm gradual, that's another reason why I think my situation may be taking longer than normal because we're we're dosing it in a certain way, right? Yeah. Um. And as far as expensive, let's talk about it. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> look, please. look we'll talk <laughs> Let's talk about it. Let's talk it out. It is expensive, 100. percent But here's my butt. Plastic surgery is so expensive, um, and also so more, so much more common. No shade to anybody who does, who goes under the knife or anything, but. Um, when we do things like this for ourselves and to our bodies, it's like, I know people who are getting their boobs done. It's no more than a boob job. You know what I mean? I know people who are getting their booty done It's no more than getting that ass done. (laughs) You know what I mean? BBL
0: is going crazy out there. (laughs) You
2: know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what? Like, come on. Like, let's, let's, look, let's talk about it. So it's all about, so, so for me, you know, I, I'm, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, I, I decided to get my eggs frozen before that boob job. You know what I mean? Like, how your priorities right? You know?
1: <laughs> well, if we don't talk about it, would you get a boob job? And if you were, would you get it, like, after having children? Because I know a lot of women tell me they want to, like, a mommy
2: makeover. That's what women right. tell me. Right. Yeah, they yeah say they I mommy mean. Makeover. I'm like so in love and it took a very long time for me as like a black woman to just be in love with my petite body just because society said said that I I should be all these other voluptuous things. And I love my voluptuous black women, but that's just not my DNA. Right. Right. and so I love my body the way that it is now. And it took me a long time to do that. And again, having children changes your body sometimes. Yeah. So if I got to a point where I felt like, uh, like, you know, my children took everything away from me or this or that or all oh, whatever, you know, then maybe I would. And, I, and no shade to anybody. Like I said, I think, uh-huh. I mean, I lived in LA for four years. And I think that if you, if it makes you feel good and it's coming from a place of, um, of, of, of how you want to feel, not because a man, not because someone else, not because the Kardashians did it, Speak you know what it. I mean? Speak on it. <laughs> yeah, like if it makes you feel good, then 100% do what you need to do. But um, I'm definitely not opposed to it. But I, like I said, right now, is, is my body staying like this? I'm I'm happy and I work hard at it too, so.
0: What has your doctor said about um, the safety of it? Like bearing, you know, healthy, children like through mm-hmm. this method that it give you mm-hmm. like any statistics or anything like that
2: No, she didn't. She didn't give me any statistics, but also, you know, when you're younger and you do this as a preventative thing, I mean, there's so many programs out there and there's so many share programs. And now, and I've actually like, there's literally, there's a share program that she has where if you're a woman who produces a lot of eggs, but you can't necessarily afford to freeze your eggs and you want to do that, you can do a share program where you can donate half your eggs to someone who can't get pregnant or who's not producing eggs. And then you get to freeze both. Do you know what I mean? And like there's so many different programs that are making it more accessible for people who and I recognize that it is expensive and I recognize that some people aren't, you know, um, doing other things with their money besides this. And there's so many programs out there now that are trying to help people and build that awareness to it as a preventative thing. And I've actually thought about that, you know just if I decided to have kids next year, I could naturally have children. And then what do I do with these eggs? If I'm done having children, I could potentially donate them because there are a lot of women who just don't produce eggs and it's genetics and it's environment. And it's lots of different things that, um, that make it that way.
1: I'm loving this. Thank you so much for this. How long do your eggs stay frozen? Like how long can they last? Do they have an expiration date on that?
2: Uh, no, I don't think they do. Mm -mm. No, they don't. They, I mean, you have to pay for storage, of course. And you, you know, if something happens to me, like, you know, there's all this paperwork that I have to sign and things like that, like where my mom, I put my mom as the person, which I probably should have put my sister, but, um, you know, she decides what to Mm -hmm. do with them. You know, you can also donate them to science, you know, just, there's so many different things that you can do once you've, taking them out. Um, but yeah, you have to store them and you pay for a storage fee, a monthly storage fee, um, which is not a lot of money at all. By the way, that, that part's not a lot.
0: <laughs> Mike, question for you. Have you ever thought about freezing your sperm? 100 percent.
1: 100 percent, bro. Like uh, I told Joe Joe that the other day on uh, Clickbait. It's something that I highly consider. Hmm. You know, I'm, I'm 33, but like, yeah, Steve Harvey described myself. I ain't gonna even lie to you. He said I'm the type of man that you know I have to obtain my goals first, which I'm right. extremely close. You know, thank God, I'm extremely close to my goals, and then I will be able to like pay attention, I guess, to the beauty that's in front of me. And it's something that comes across my mind as well. Yeah. Uh, you see the gray hair right there? I, ain't gonna, I, ain't gonna, but I don't <laughs> hey got my man, braids in. I don't got my braids in today. You hey see man. that, Natasha? You and me
0: both, bro. Full full <laughs> disclosure. Full disclosure. I do have my sperm frozen. Ooh! Oh, nice! How long have they been frozen for? Uh, a couple of years now, actually. Hey! Doctor, they, they, they hit me up. They hit me up like every year. Like, uh, we're storing your stuff, so we need that uh payment. Yeah, <laughs> Just
2: to exactly. keep it up to
0: date. So it's very similar to what you're talking about. But yeah, I mean,
2: what like made you, you do said,
0: it? I mean, I'm 41 right and so you were like I, what 36 I, 37 when you did it? i'm trying to get I would a gauge say 38 39 i was like you know what let me just do this because you never know like you said you want to you want to make sure that you give your your, your your yourself the best chance to have healthy children and you know mm-hmm. the longer i wait i do not want to do that so i just said you know well let me get this out of the way so yeah. I they actually that. hit me They actually hit me up the other day to believe it or not. <laughs> they were like, yo, you owe this much. So I was like, all right. <laughs> it, it's like, hey, swipe, the, swipe the card on file, baby. <laughs> Already paying for
2: the kids. They're not even here yet, right?
1: no yeah, exactly. You know what? exactly. Yeah. No, but Natasha, uh, truly appreciate having you today. I love the strong black woman that you are. I love the independent woman that you are. I love your frame. Uh, Thank that you have. I was just looking at your IG, and I, I know I don't like a lot of your pictures now. I ain't hollering <laughs> at you on on the on the screens like this now. I'm just saying. Uh, but seriously, don't yeah. We, don't we get really bachelor
2: nation you. started, Mike.
1: <laughs> uh, oh, Miss Park, I'm getting it started. <laughs> uh, but I genuinely appreciate you, and I know we're gonna be seeing you on this beach coming up, right? What? What can we expect right there?
2: Oh paradise! The, <laughs> the, paradise.
0: Pre- the previews look crazy. <laughs>
2: yeah, um, but yeah. I'm of course uh, hopefully getting unscathed. Uh, yeah, uh, y'all gonna see me? Um, I will say that uh, <laughs> I have two sides to me. Mm. I have a very like zen, chill side, then I have like a very like turn up side that like most people see, and I also have a very um, on Paradise, you don't get to see any of that. You get to see me cry.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a Ooh. lot of crying. This what it seems like. So One of the
1: guys
2: much made you crying. I was emotional. Okay, that's why I was like, I got to do these eggs before this airs because <laughs> the emotions need to come out now. Because yeah. if I'm over here doped up on hormones watching this, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that tears are gonna come back. I will say that it was a pleasant surprise. Um I, it was definitely not what I expected. I know that you have been in paradise before, Mike. Um Yeah. And right before Paradise started, I talked to you and Tayshia, and y'all was like and you was like, Yeah, like, ooh, like the food, good, da da, da ba, ba, ba. like you were hyping me up. I was I'm gonna ready. be positive.
0: Oh, was it was, so- was it a lot different than what you, what they had told you? <laughs> no, <laughs> the look says no. it all. The food I'm, was I'm good, it wasn't. I'm gonna just tell
2: good. you I went. You know how people say it, you go zero to a hundred. I went from a hundred to zero. Lord have mercy.
1: <laughs> Oh wow. <laughs> well, I know Paradise airs next week, so I'm super excited to see these tears. I'm excited to see you go from a hundred to zero and back up to a hundred. Right. And I mean, I just can't wait for it.
2: Yeah. Um. Brian, thank God you never had to go to Paradise. Let me just say.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I I I I lock, I locked my my stuff up. I got, I got my girl, so that's all. Look, look, no look, paradise bro. for we, me, baby. Look, bro, we
1: try to be like you. It didn't work out for Natasha, now, I right? It didn't work <laughs> it didn't. out for
2: us
0: that it way. It's it all good. It will. Everything happens for a reason. At the end of the day, right? She's yes. gonna find her man.
2: Yes, yes, awesome. yes.
1: Well, Natasha, it's uh, great to see you. And uh, so wait, what podcast are you on? One more time for the for the people in the back.
2: Oh, guys, clickbait! And Mike, thank you so much for doing that for us while we were in a land we shall now know (laughs) is paradise. Thank you for filling in for us. I hope you had fun. So uh, this week's episode of Clickbait will be so much fun. Um, So yeah, you guys go over for the tea. You know, I try to to keep it cool, but like a little messy over there. (laughs) A
1: little little messy is always good. We need it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: And we'll be tuning in to Clickbait this Thursday and every Thursday.
2: Yes, and paradise is on Monday and y'all get ready. Oh Lord. Oh, That's no. all I can let, say, let the drama oh, begin! I can't I mean, wait for it. I might call y'all. and be like, I need some. <laughs> Listen, just send me a text every now and then. Be like, "Hey, it's okay. You okay? Check so on me. We can maybe always? have
0: you on again, so you could flush it out on the air. Maybe I don't know. You Ooh, know,
2: y'all just wait. Wait. I just look now. This is the real clickbait uh, plug. When Paradise is airing, me and Joe gonna be going. Ian. Okay. We gonna
0: be going in. Them right? stories are gonna be popping.
2: Yes, exactly. So we're gonna definitely tune in for that.
1: Can't wait for it. Can't, can't wait. Well, until next time. Love you, sis. Bye, Have a good. One. Love you, Bye. Natasha. Take care.
2: Thanks for Peace. having me. See you.
1: I love Natasha. She's a breath of fresh air. She's just so courageous and strong and independent worth thinking. And then homie, I found out something new about you today as well. So I appreciate <laughs> that knowledge. I'm going to call you after this pod because I want more information on that. (laughs) Uh, But I love here on talking. Now, we just can talk about real conversations and have, you know, real life things that affect us all, right? Topics that we may or may not be thinking about, uh, but we may be
0: scared to say about. So I just love today's episode, man. And you hit it on the head, man. This is real life. You know, these are real conversations that we need to have more and more. So, you know, like Natasha, I mean, she talked about the importance of uh, freezing her eggs and I I feel like her story can help so many other women out there. So, you know, even if one woman out there, you know, makes that decision and, you know, moves on to have a healthy pregnancy in the future, it was all worth it. So I love her sharing her story. Oh, definitely. Women and men because I'm about to do it myself. There you go, bro. (laughs) I'll school you a little bit on that. No worries. No, please do. But anyway, of course, we got to thank our listeners. We love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode.
1: Definitely so. We love every single one of you guys. Continue to Keep letting us know your opinions, your stories, your thoughts, your insight. Uh, Please don't forget to like on Facebook, on IG, on Twitter. Leave comments, follow, message us. And as always, baby, don't forget to subscribe. And don't DM me no more until you hit that subscribe. I told you once I ain't going to tell you no more. I love you.